Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay everybody i have something really cool to tell you about if you haven't heard yet about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain here it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me as always is Matthew Haas. That was beautiful. Thanks. It's angelic. I am an angel, so that's what I was yes. going for. Matthew Angel Haas. Mm-hmm. Changed her middle name. Mm-hmm. Still begins with an A. Yeah. Anyways, um, today we are covering another film for our series called Crisis on Infinite Films. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. You gotta make sure you write out the boom, boom, booms when you talk about this, mm-hmm. folks. Anyways, um, we're covering a uh, story of a African superhero whose uh, powers have been passed on from generation to generation. From father to son. Mm-hmm. From 20, in fact. Yes. 
And no, we're not talking about the Black Panther. No, we're talking about... <laughs> we're talking about a white dude. Yeah, a white guy from Africa. Well, he's not really from Africa. No, well, I guess he was born well, I mean, well, He is, but... He, yeah. I mean, he it's, was a little kid, so I guess he was raised for most of his life there, so yeah. whatever. So, um... Well, no, he, 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 was, he was there his whole life. Oh, he was? Oh, it was okay. His, it was his ancestor who was... Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Anyway, the, um, so... Yeah, um, we're talking about the Phantom. Mm-hmm. 1996. Yes. Which stars Billy Titanic Zane. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> he was in the Titanic. Yes. Yeah. He was also in The Believer, so I can call him Billy Believer Zane. Yes. Doesn't sound good, though. No. Billy Believer? No. If I wanted a middle name, I think I'd go with Titanic yeah, before Believer. Yeah. <laughs> but then I guess Billy the Believer sounds cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh it also stars it co-stars uh treat williams <laughs> treat everwood williams treat the substitute sequels <laughs> williams who's great in this film by the way oh yes <laughs> christy baywatch swanson <laughs> christy uh under siege swanson christy buffy the vampire slayer swanson <laughs> The movie, not the TV show. Oh, okay, she was Buffy in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, that was good. Um, and then uh, it also has Catherine married to Michael Douglas, Zeta Jones. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, um, um, Zeta Jones, right? Catherine, Catherine Zorro Jones. Zorro. Yes, that's right. What she else is she? Zorro. Um, she was in all kinds of a lot of movies. She was yeah. in um the movie with um. Was it Arnold's? No, it wasn't Arnold. It was um, uh, where they had she had to like climb through all this weird laser oh, stuff. Oh, that was Entrapment. Entrapment with uh, Sean Connery. That's right. It was yes. Sean Connery? Yeah, she was with in that. Marnie Penner. Yeah, Mar- Marnie Penner. <clears throat> she she was in that. She was in uh, oh, shoot um the one with um Brad Pitt where they're both like spies sent sent to assassinate each other. Um, what was that called? Mister Mrs. Smith. Uh, no, um, that that was that was uh, you're thinking of his. Oh, ex. I'm thinking of um, that's uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's that's, his, totally his, that's where they met, okay. and then uh, he cheated on. Um, oh, yeah, anyways, that's right. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. cheated Forgot. on John Aniston. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, the movie also stars James Uncle Gamby Remar. <laughs> yeah, James Black Lightning Remar. Yeah, he's in Black James, Lightning. James uh, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation Remar. James um, uh, Chronicles of Shannara or Shannara Chronicles. Um, Remar from, from MTV. Remar, he plays. Um, I forgot the character's name, but he plays a character in the first season of Shannara. So yeah, Remar, and uh, he also did a bunch of voices for different um, animated series based on DC comics, which is interesting. Oh, okay, but, yeah. yeah. Hmm. This 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 movie is not a DC or a uh, Marvel property. Nope. It's King Features. Just, uh, yeah. Yes, it was a comic strip, then turned into a comic book. Oh, okay. Yes, um, yes and it was. The, free, the film screenplay was written by uh, Jeffrey Bohm, who uh, Bohm or Bomb B O A M Bohm Bomb Ba Bohm Bohm Bomb Ba Bohm Bohm Bomb Ba Bohm 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 Jeffrey Bohm Yeah, that sounds right. Bohm Jeffrey Bohm Ba Ba Bohm Ba 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 Bohm Ba 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 Bohm Ba 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 Bohm 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 Jeffrey Bohm Jeffrey. Boom. 
Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> there you go. Rest in peace. Yeah. Anyways, oh, um, he, he died. He, he passed away. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> he he he's known for writing uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, among other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have uh, the movie directed by. Simon Winsor, who uh, is an Australian director, who is known for directing um, Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles, mm. Operation Dumbo Drop, great movie, uh, Free Willy, that's an okay movie, yes, Quigley Down Under, among others, very good movie, and um, it was based on the uh, the comic. Created by Lee Falk. Yes. So that's our information section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part of it. Yes. I think. So, uh, oh, the, the Newman, the music. Oh, yeah. And the music was done by David Newman, who is Randy Newman's cousin. Yeah. And cool. most of his family have done like half the movies you've seen in your life. Right, yeah. In the music form. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> You, you you wanted to learn learn that, so mm-hmm. you did. Yes, you did. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Ba, 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 ba. Yes. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. If you use it. Yes. If you don't use it, it's not powerful. It just sits there, so, you know. Well, yes, there has to be some kind of inertia mm-hmm. or whatever. For, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, substance of life. Yes. Life. You know, life doesn't do anything mm. for you unless you, you know, pour it into a bowl and mm. pour some milk on it and then eat it. Mm. And it yeah. gives you energy. Well, well I, I think you're talking about cereal right now. Yeah, life cereal. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that does give you energy. Though. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I like life cereal. I like. I prefer, um, you know, Frosted Flakes. All, all the stupid kid cereals. You know? Yeah. I do like Kicks though. That's that doesn't have much sugar in it. Yes. I do like that. So. Yes. But I will tell you this. <clears throat> If you what? try to eat the pieces from the board game of life, no, yeah, no, it, 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 it breaks your teeth. And, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it's it not good. Did you not hear good. they're making a longer version of Monopoly? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, who wants to? Who who has ever played Monopoly and thought to themselves, you know what? This could be longer. You know, that's my only you know beef with that. Come on, like, yes, I don't get it. The time that I uh, played um, Monopoly for four days, we took we took breaks to sleep oh, wow but we played it for four days wow because we started out with five people playing and then it was down to two and then um yeah the two of us just kept playing until i gave up and lost wow. and that was the star wars original trilogy collector's edition monopoly that my ex-girlfriend stole from me anyways <laughs> um she must have liked that i don't know but i <laughs> it's worth money and she stole it from me oh it's like a it's like it's a collector's thing. edition well, if you played it, then it's it, well, it's still it lost worth, some of its value. It's still right? worth money, though. Yeah. So, what the game is like based on Star Wars? Then, yeah, it's, oh. yeah, like all the all the pieces are Star Wars characters, and okay. and the locations are places like Hoth, and, oh, okay. um, and you know Dagobah and stuff like that. And um, yeah, huh? It's based on the original trilogy. And for some odd reason, even though I bought it five or ten years before I met her, she justified taking it. Thanks a lot. Well, I was going to say your name. I just nah, we'll just leave it alone. <laughs> say it. Uh, Don't want to give her any more. More power or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's okay. I've moved on. Yeah, it's been a while. 
you're you're good. It's been a while. It's been a while since I. <laughs> wow. So, so uh, this movie. Yeah. So, we, so what happened in this movie here, Matt? Uh, a ten minute intro of Monopoly what, what? and and Life cereal and um and what else we talked. Life we is talked, like a box of cereal, we man. Talked, yeah. <clears throat> this movie. Okay, so like we kind of talked through most of it, but I think we got a pretty good grasp of what happened in it. Uh, it's very like um, Indiana Jones kind of like the the style of it. It's very much like that. Very like an old old cereal. Speaking of cereal, yeah, spelled differently. Yeah, um, <laughs> an old movie cereal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like this dude, he you know he sees his dad gets killed by this guy who's like a pirate or something, and he gets washed up. Yeah, early in the 16th century, a young boy helplessly witnesses his father's death at the hands of Kaba Singh. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh that was Kaba a flashback. Sane. That wasn't the yeah, actual. No. Okay, that was Kaba Singh. Sane, S E N G H. So, yeah, they show the kid wash up on the beach, and then the you know this tribe or nation you know finds him, and then they take him home, and they do like you know a little ritual to kind of like you know initiate him into the community, and then that kind of goes into the present time with the the current um, the twenty first Phantom, yeah, the twenty first Phantom in nineteen thirty eight. Yep, yep, and uh, he's uh. You know, he's just doing his thing. He's he's you know like a hero kind of. He uh, whenever he kind of like kind of like a bat signal. He gets like a signal, I guess, when somebody's trying to do something or whatever. Because um, and his, his name is Kit Walker. His by name the way. is Kit Walker, which is a pretty cool name. It's a really cool I like name. That name. I like that. And uh, so Uncle Gamby. I'm gonna change my name to Kit Walker. Okay, okay, go ahead. So Uncle Gamby from Black Lightning is um trying to get some skulls, like a special magical skulls that are like, you know silver and gold and stuff like that that are supposed to have some kind of power silver and gold uh, silver and, and gold and he's trying to steal it for treat williams who plays this like stereotypical 1930s business mogul like you know but he's he, he plays it so funny though like he named xander drax it begins with an x yeah. and ends with an x yeah that's he says that later on and that's a great name too yeah. xander drax yes you know, someone should do a meme where they take Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy and they place, they splice them together. I don't know. So that's, that would be a really obscure one that I think nobody two, will get two that. Would get. Like, wait a minute, I know that yeah, guy. No, yeah, the two um, people that'll get it'll be you and me. It's like I love doing that sometimes, making memes that like nobody else will understand. Yeah, I like I did one like, a couple weeks ago. I don't, I don't think even you got it or you know, I don't know if you saw it, but I took a picture of Al Gore's face. And I put it on Gloria Estevan for the, um, you, you, you gotta get the rhythm or whatever. R- rhythm's gonna get you? Yeah. So Al Gore rhythm. Algorithm. Nobody got it. And, uh, <laughs> it was very bad too. Like I just took like, I didn't do any like actual like Photoshop. I just literally just took an image of his face to splice it on top of her. <laughs> like I didn't do any kind of like transmorphine or whatever. Cause I don't know how to do that stuff. So I just lazily, you know. <laughs> Al Gore rhythm. Yeah. Al Gore rhythm. Yep. Because he invented the internet, you get it? So algorithm, it's like a double meaning. Yes. Yeah, I had fun with that one at 2 in the morning. And uh, after, like, you know, being really tired and punch drunk, I guess, or whatever. Punch drunk love, like Adam Sandler, you know. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Actually, quite a few of his movies actually aren't that bad. Some of them are actually pretty good. But anyway, so, like, um, Treat Williams plays this dude who, like, I'm clearing my throat. I got, I got, like, I got some stupid, um cold or whatever from the weather or whatever it's called the weather yeah whatever it's called the weather you know that thing 
the the sky stuff, you the know, climate, the climate. There we go. Um, the um, the environment, the environment, the environment. Yeah. Uh, so Treat Williams, he's like this dude who wants these skulls because he's part of some brotherhood. I forgot the name of the brotherhood. Uh, that's supposed to be like you know like dark magic and stuff. Well, like he's not that. part of the. Thing. Oh, he's not. That's all right. He's Quill not. is that's the right. guy. The guy that James Remar plays. <clears throat> that's right. He because he commissions him to collect the skulls for him. And there's a scene that's so I've never seen this um this contraption any other movie ever. He's got like a like a microscope that has knives that shoot up. I've never seen this in any other movie before or after this. And he's got some guy that I guess double crossed him or something like that. And he taught you know he brings him in for a meeting or whatever, and he asks him like, oh by the way, one more thing, can you? I need a you know fresh pair of eyes to you know check out this thing or whatever to see if it works and then you know he's like oh I, I can't see oh just you know turn on the focus and right as soon as the focus works it says liar then they hear the screaming sound because the knives just cut his eyes out it's so messed up what you got there the oh you drew him that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> so treat williams you know the aka the substitute has this weird device that stabs people through a microscope I think it was a microscope, wasn't that what it was called? Or is that? Yeah, that's a microscope. Okay, the thing you make, look at. I was, well, eyes. I was making sure. If it, I didn't know if they had those back then. Nineteen thirty, of course they did. <laughs> anyway, uh, he kills yeah, him. They, they were invented in two thousand twelve. Yeah, yes, <laughs> he kills him, and then a bunch of other stuff happens. Uh, the woman who's like the niece of uh, the head of the newspaper. Yeah, head of the newspaper. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that is a. Uh, Christy Swanson's character, right? Who is named Diana? Uh, yeah, Diana. I'm trying to remember her last name <clears throat> off the top of my head. I can't remember it, but yeah, she's a uh, Diana Palmer, I believe. Yeah, that's that's the right name. Yeah, she goes home to some fancy party for some charity or something like that, and uh, she gets kidnapped, I think, or I don't remember. Yeah, exactly she's kidnapped by uh by uh um. By 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 uh, James Remar's character Quill yeah, yeah. and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones's character, um, who is named I forgot her name. I don't I know if they ever said her uh, name. It's, oh, her name is um, Sala. Sala, okay, that's cool. Yeah. like the character that uh, that um, that <laughs> that that uh, John Rhys Davies plays in um, the Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> oh wow! I, <laughs> I just realized that's, that that's the same name. That's I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> they do that. She, uh, they, they put her on uh, like an all female plane or something like that. I yeah. guess, I guess, like this brotherhood has like a sisterhood subsidiary or, or part, you know, like extension, you know, of it or whatever. Because all the and she said all the pilots are women, but there was like a lot of people there. I don't think you need that many pilots. I mean, there's like twenty people. You need twenty people to fly a plane. I don't know. Uh, maybe on they, Tuesdays. Maybe they all take over for each other. They're just constantly flying. They never land. I don't know. Maybe we weren't paying attention at that point, but uh, to know what was actually happening. But um, it's not the. It's not that the movie was bad, mind you. It's just that we just talked through most of it. It wasn't boring. It was actually a pretty decent movie, really. Uh, you know, the graphics were okay. They, they didn't really try too hard to do something that was too much advanced for what they were able to do they kind of knew 
their limitations, which actually I think is good because a lot of movies don't seem to know that, a.k.a. the man thing, <clears throat> uh, you know, which was directed anyway. I'm not going to get into that. But, um, yeah, we already <laughs> talked about him. Uh, but um, what else happened? Mike, what happened? Um, so, <laughs> on the island while they're um, – Okay, what they do is they... they, I don't know. (laughs) You don't know? Okay, he he saves her, rescues her, Phantom, right, at some point on the plane. Yes. And then he gets caught by the the dude. What's his name again? Thrall or Cole? What's 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 Remar's name? Quill. Quill. (laughs) Like a a pen. (laughs) So he gets caught by Quill once again, and then they... They take them somewhere else. No, and then, but then they get away because Quil, um, because Phantom has a pet wolf, and then the wolf helped fight, and then they went and escaped into a, a plane. Him and um, Diana went into a plane, and they flew. And I thought for a second that he was just going to leave his his wolf behind. I thought that was yeah, a pretty poor dick wolfie. move. I was like, you're just going to let this dog die and the thing. But no, it was because the wolf ran to like a different part of the island and knew how to get to where they needed to go. And then he went to. Inform. He basically he started acting like Lassie, and he went to inform the horse. And, and Timmy fell down the well. Yeah, he told him that Timmy fell down. Uh, so then the horse was running too to get to help Timmy, and then um, and then something else happened at some point. Um, they got into another fight. I think there's lots of like fighting in this movie, kind of like the old style like Indiana Jones battles, like you know street battles between people with swords and stuff like that there actually wasn't a lot of guns in this movie there's only a few I think gunshots in this movie it was mostly swords and knives bang, bang. yeah but they did shoot like the, the the plane i know that much because the fuel was running out because of the bullet holes bullet holes that's a hard phrase bullet holes that's a bullet hard, holes that's a hard bullet holes that's a hard phrase bullet to holes. say bullet holes yeah that's, wait, what, wait, what? that's what it sounds like <laughs> bullet holes wow yeah um <laughs> And they had to land a plane, you know, in, in like an emergency fashion. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else happened after that. They, uh, well, Treat Williams starts getting really, really ridiculously funny throughout the movie because his he's, he's like in a different movie. Yeah, than he everybody is. else. It's he's, great. He's he's, he's 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 the best part of this whole movie. He's joking all the time. He's like he treats like dark magic like it's like funny. Like 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 um, there was this great scene where he's having like a like a meeting with all these people that's supposed to be like part of his plan or whatever and the one guy he's like I'm not gonna do this we're talking about dark magic and stuff just gone too far I was an altar boy and, and so was he pointing to his brother and then you know his brother's like you know you're on your own I'm gonna stay with him or whatever so the, the other guy runs out and off and then Treat Williams like oh that's how you feel and then immediately I mean immediately like not even a second after he finishes his phrase he just takes a spear and just throws it at the guy and kills him and, and pales him against the door the best part is when he takes the spear out of the guy yeah the guy falls to the floor and then he examines the little uh, nick in the wood on the on, on the wall it, it that, that was perfect acting yeah. it was great yeah he's like oh I just chipped my you know the wood here you know, like, god damn it but he's like, yeah, oh, if that's how you feel, <laughs> just picks up the spear and just throws it at mm-hmm. him. And then there was another scene um, where he, well, you, you were the one that said it. We found it first when he's like, great news or, or exciting news. or, or uh, Exciting news. We're going to the devil's vortex. <laughs> 
like, 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 like you're going to Universal Studios or right. something, you know, or Disney. And he was so giddy and childlike about it, too. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Devil's Vortex is the place where the third skull is, because they need they need to collect all the skulls to have, like, unlimited power, I guess, for some reason. I don't really know what they're going to do with the power, but whatever. And um, so, like, you take the two skulls together, and then it's supposed to point to where the third one was. So then it, like, shot out, like, some laser stuff into a hole in the map, and then that that's where they're supposed to go. So then now, now, now the movie's a skull hunting, you know, story, basically. You gotta get the third skull. You know, your typical skull hunting movie. Yeah, you know, one of those things. And I like the crystal skull. Hmm, interesting. Because one, one of the skulls actually was crystal in this movie, I think. Kind of. Hmm, okay, whatever. And then in the middle, Crystal Gale came out and sang a song. It was really yeah, weird. It oh, wait, what? Yeah. No, that didn't happen. No. And then uh, they find the skull. I'm kind of skipping a whole bunch of crap It's here. okay. Um, a bunch of stuff happens. Hopefully you watch the movie before you listen yeah. to us. <clears throat> a bunch of stuff happens in between that. Um, they... They get into a bunch more fights, obviously, with people. Uh, the Phantom, he he has these periodic conversations with the ghost of his, his father, I guess. Yeah. And, like, nobody else can the see him. The former Phantom. Yeah, the former. No one else can see him, so people think he's, like, just talking to himself or whatever. Talking and, um, to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing ever comes of it. Hanging around some kind of lonely clown. Rainy days and phantoms always get me down. What's that from? What is that? Oh, it was Rainy Days and Mondays by the oh, okay. uh, by, by by the Carpenters. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> uh, don't sue us for me singing that that long. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I changed the one lyric, so it so it was a parody. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Because I changed it to phantoms. Instead of Mondays. Well, there you go. Yeah, it still works. It still works. <laughs> I don't know what else happened. I, I'm skipping a whole bunch of I stuff know. here. Um, I think I think Diana got kidnapped again at some point. Well, they they, uh, they they all got kidnapped sort of like when they got on the island. Um, there was this problem where they they all kind of do this, and then Catherine Zeta Jones' character kind of became good at the end. Oh, she did. I totally missed that part. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, she wasn't having it anymore, and uh, they're on the they're on the island. And uh, towards the end of the movie, and they run into the the pirates, the the uh, the the sane guys. Which brings me to my question, Matt, that I asked during the movie, and I'm wondering if it's true. Okay, if you're a member of the the, the sane, mm-hmm. are you insane? No, because you're sane, but you're in sane. Yeah, you're in it, but you're not. So, so 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 then you're insane. Well, you know you're in the same. Yeah, I guess you could be. <laughs> but the problem is though that you have to be sane in order to join it though, because they want they want to make sure that you can you know do stuff like and, and uh, legally sign the documents to join, right? What's that? Oh, wait, no, no, there's no documents. <laughs> they probably have some initiation, right? But I don't think there's any documents or anything to sign. Yes, they make you watch um, <laughs> bad movies and yeah. you get to join. <laughs> yeah, and that guy, the leader of that, played a dude who played. Um, um, the bad guy in the first Mortal Kombat movie, I forgot his name. Um, yeah. So, but he yeah. was he was also in the um, an eighties movie, um, Little Tro- Big Trouble in Little China. Or what was it called? Or was it Little Trouble? I don't remember. Big either. Trouble in Little China. I think he was in that. I think it said that yeah, he was in that too. Hey, by the way, uh, the Phantom's father is played by uh, actor Patrick McGowan. Mm, okay. Huh. He looks familiar. Yeah. The. Uh, 
they don't have that guy listed right here on this on Wikipedia. Okay, anyways, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, they, well, they they get they they have a little show off, sh- showdown with the guy and um and Treat Williams is all excited because he's like, I've got two of these skulls <laughs> and uh, you've got one of them, and you know trying to negotiate with the guy and then he's like, well, you don't have the fourth one. <laughs> Which turns out is, uh, we find out, is the ring that the Phantom wears. Yeah. Kit Walker. So that's that's the whole mystery solved right there. Yes. There was actually a fourth skull mm-hmm. that no one knew about. Yes. Or he knew about. <clears throat> that's a pretty cool doodle. I, I like that. The Phantom. Yes, the Phantom. I like that. I drew the Phantom, folks. If you would like to see that, <laughs> go donate money to our... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see doodles... Yeah, that Mike makes during our podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you all of them <laughs> if you donate even just five bucks to our uh, <laughs> to our Patreon. Um, anyways, <laughs> wow, buy one of our T-shirts. Yeah, got some good ones. If you'd like, I can even put the Phantom on a T-shirt Ooh. or something. You know, maybe is I that probably, legal? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I legally can do that. Anyways, um, so get sued. Yeah. So the uh, so then, anyways, uh, they they end up killing the the pirate dude mm-hmm. um, after he kills some other people. A <laughs> um, bunch of people die, including the brother of the guy that got speared. Oh yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, the yeah. cannon. They killed him with a cannon. That was that was cool. And then, um, <laughs> not like a cannon camera, but like no, a cannon, like an cannon, actual cannon. cannon yeah. yeah, and then they didn't just throw a cannon camera at him and kill him yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. That'd be cool. They hit him right in the right spot in the head and just, you know. I need to rig up my camera so it has a gun in it. Whoa. 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 And then I can say, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> Whoa. God. With my camera. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Mm. I'm insane. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not insane. I'm insane. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Okay. <clears throat> you know, I get yeah, I know. You got it. You got it. I get I, it, get it, got it good. I, I get it. So, um, yeah, and then basically, we end happily ever after. Kind the fan, of the Phantom beats up everybody, and everybody's <clears throat> all happy or whatever. He's still got to protect the protect the jungle. <clears throat> well, Treat Williams died. Yeah. during their fight because mm-hmm. he had the three skulls, and he was facing off against the one, the skull of the ring. And then Phantom was still able to overpower him, even though he had the three full-size skulls, because the Phantom, you know, was more pure of heart and knew how to use it better or whatever. So he just killed him. He turned into fire, basically. <coughs> just body yeah. just disappeared in flames. Like you do. Yeah, like you do. And, uh, yeah, so that's that happened. And then, but yeah, like you were saying. Yeah. About the, the whatchamacallit, the jungle. Yeah, he protects the jungle, goes back in, and he shows, uh, he tells the story to, uh, to Diana about like you know his life and everything, and then uh, the end, uh, she asks him to take off his mask, and she admits that she knows he's Kit, mm-hmm. and uh, he does, and somehow the somehow right when he takes it off, the uh, the black makeup he had around his eyes, like in most of these fucking movies, is gone. <laughs> I even saw that recently on an episode of a uh, episode of um, of Arrow. Oh really? There, there, there's a scene where um, the uh, the Black Siren takes off her mask, and you can tell that Katie Cassidy had you know black makeup around her eyes, on mm. her eyelids, and whatnot. 
and then she takes it off and there's none there. I mean, same thing, like, mm. when all the Batman movies and everything, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I don't wow. get it. Somebody needs to explain that someday. I want to see a movie where they take <clears> it off and the and the guy or girl rubs it off of his eyes. Yeah. Or her eyes. That would you know? be cool. So, yeah, that'd be <sighs> that one of these be, days. That would be good. When I make my superhero movie, mm. that's going to be great. Mm. You know what it's going to be called? Mm, what? The Great. The Great. Okay. Yeah. The Great. So that's going to be the name of my character. The Great. The Great. Just The Great. Yeah. Not The Great this mm-hmm. or that. No, just, just The, the great. great. Okay. <laughs> and you know what his powers are going to be? <clears throat> what? He doesn't have to tell you because he's great. Man. Okay, so he just yeah, and he and he eats frosted flakes. So he's a confidence man. He, he just... eats frosted flakes. Flakes. You know why? Why? Because, because they're, they're great. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, do you want to take a break, Matt? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. Hi, folks. This is Michael E. Cullen II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted. Yes. Damn it. Okay, anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, you're really going to like the Superstory podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it uh sometimes we have guests sometimes we don't um just depends on how we're feeling yeah and uh you know so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter then you should definitely check this out or i might get sad and when i get sad it gets pretty sad so i can't deal with him when he's sad yeah no one can really so um yeah So so check out uh super story podcast right here where you get this podcast super story podcast Magus Ilgar's apprentice, Udo Malaki, comes from a family of dangerous, exciting casters. Hi, I'm Udo Malaki, and, um, I do magic. Even if his ambitions only go as far as staying alive. You know, I was really hoping you were going to say something a bit more positive. Not exactly an ideal Magus. Mm. You can hear Udo Malaki and his exciting adventures in the upcoming radio comedy, Magus Elgar. Visit MagusElgar.com to download your copy today. And we are back. Okay, we're going to cover some of the little bit of trivia here that I culled from the interwebs about the movie 1996's The Phantom. Phantom. The Phantom. The ghost who walks. Spooky. It's not that spooky, but no. Music is sometimes in the movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Billy Zane, who starred as the Phantom, aka Kit Walker. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Is that okay? Mm-mm. No. Okay, no. I'll stop. Um. He pumped iron for over a year to fill the Phantom's costume. A Batman-like costume with fake muscles was reportedly made, but the. But by the time filming started, Zane was so beefed up that he did not need it. Huh. Go Billy Zane. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Palmer Mansion set is actually the real-life Playboy Mansion that was at the time owned by Hugh Hefner. Okay. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, when not filming, Billy Zane had a habit of running out to buy sushi wearing <laughs> his phantom costume. <coughs> wow. That's funny. <laughs> um... 
One of the Phantom's trademarks in the comic strip has uh, um, one of one of the one of the Phantom's trademarks in the in the comic strips. His striped underpants was uh, tried on the movie costume, but reportedly looked too silly to be used in the final film. Several scenes developing romance between the Phantom, Kit Walker, and Diana Palmer were shot in Thailand, but director Simon Winzer reportedly ditched them because he wanted the film to be more fast-paced. Bruce Campbell, among other actors, was considered for the role of the Phantom. Um, I remember that back in the day when they were considering him, actually. Um, uh, who's Bruce Campbell again? I'm trying He's to... in... Um, in the, uh, the, 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 the the Evil Dead movies. Oh, okay. And he played Ash in those. Yes. Okay, cool. He's in Bubba Hotep as oh, Elvis. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that. I was just thinking about that a few mm-hmm. days ago. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> JFK. Yep. <laughs> the skull is a dominant symbol in the Phantom's life. He lives in the skull cave. He wears a skull ring. And in the movie, he's trying to find three skulls. If you look closely to his costume, you'll even see a skull design on it. Huh. So, like, on the actual fabric, oh, okay. there's skulls all over it. It's oh. interesting. I noticed that. Uh, the 19, in the 1970s, pre-production began on a low-budget Phantom feature to be shot in Mexico with Batman star Adam West in the titular role. <laughs> <Wow>. However, <laughs> there were issues with the character rights, and the film was scrapped. Dolph Lundgren was considered <laughs> for the role of the Phantom. <laughs> that would be interesting. When it was in development in the late 80s and early 90s. Jenny McCarthy and Jennifer Lopez both auditioned for the role of Sala. Mm-hmm. Eventually, director Simon Windsor cast Catherine Zeta-Jones due to having enjoyed working with her on the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, um, Palestine, October 1917, the 1993 episode. Huh. Yes. Um, <coughs> I think they made the right call with her. The Phantom's father was born in 1872 and died in 1932. He had not been killed seven years earlier. Um, had he not been killed seven years earlier, he would have been 67 years old in 1939 when the film takes place. Patrick McGowan, who plays the role, was also 67 years old when the film was being made. Uh. Joe Dante was originally slated to direct, but left due to other commitments before this. Joel Schumacher was considered as well. A.K.A. the uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin director. Um, Yeah, director Simon Winsor mentioned in an interview that Minnie Driver was originally cast as Sala, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. Which contradicts the last statement that I said about her character. <laughs> so, anyways, um, that's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, the comic was set in Africa, but the film is set in Thailand, I guess. But I guess it's, I think I thought they said it was Africa. Well, they said Bengala. Yeah, I guess and, they just made uh, up. Yeah. And the the people there looked kind of like. Asian, so yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Africa's a big place, so. but at the beginning, I mean, it was just weird. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, the uh, Billy Zane shaved his head to get the Phantom's cowl to fit as closely as possible. This necessitated all his scenes where the Phantom is out of costume with a full head of hair to be shot early in production. 
The scene where the Phantom removes his cowl was shot in two parts in reverse order several weeks apart. Interesting. Hmm. That is very interesting. That is very interesting. Okay, so those are some nice little trivia tidbits. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anything else you want to add here before we <clears throat> before we take a break and then come back with some some uh, user reviews oh, from user IMDb? Review. No, just um, <clears throat> you know, I liked it. The movie, I, I liked the fact that he didn't really have like any superpowers really, <laughs> except for that the ring, of course. But that was that was pretty much it. It was pretty much just uh, his, his training. Ring I did like his costume being kind of, well, corny, but I liked it, you know. Yeah. So that's that's about it, but. It, 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 yeah. So we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast Super. called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what, what do we do, Matt? We, we watch biopics, and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we, That's we, a lot we, more exciting than that, though. Yeah, so, 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 so we, we analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're, they're spelled differently, folks. Yeah. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and uh, – a futile and stupid gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too, too real. real. Bye bye. And we are back. <laughs> back. Back, 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 back in purple. Back in purple, yep. <laughs> back in purple! And I see blurple. I don't know. ACDC sucks, but... Me too. Sorry. I mean, I don't suck, but I think they suck yeah, too. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're replying to those. I said I hate ACDC. You're like, me too. But then I was like, I, I threw you through a loop there. Yeah. <laughs> they're not that bad. They're just not that great. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not a big fan of them or Kiss. Yeah, Kiss. And if that if that loses any listeners, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Who cares? Kiss is way overrated as a band. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they have yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah. So uh, let's read some uh, reviews here, cold from the uh, Internet Movie Data or Database. Data Database. Data 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 Data. Okay. Anyways, Brent Spiner. Anyways, um, the uh, <laughs> here is one from. Kuratatsu from July 16th of 2002. Hmm. 10 out of 10. Okay. Excellent adaptation exclamation point. This movie does the character justice in so many ways. For those of you that don't like it, you may be expecting too much from it. Watch it as if you were a kid. Billy Zane was an excellent choice to play this character. Treat Williams is way over the top. Carrie Tagawa as the evil Kabai Sang Sign, I'm sorry. Uh insane, I'm sorry. Kabai Sane choose enough scenery that the film should bunch in the projector. Huh. 
all I can say is enjoy. Enjoy, indeed. I did enjoy it. I did too. I, uh. Mm -hmm. Let me find another one here. Okay, here's a uh, half a star out of ten. Oh, okay. That's what this person gave. <clears throat> um, right. Named uh, Liam Murphy 1 back in December 12th of 2004. Billy Zane might be a sexy guy. But he's pretty awful actor. Um, but he, but he's a pretty awful actor. He has no charisma whatsoever, which is probably why the film flopped big time at the box office. I was reading those like that because they capitalized. Because, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the film itself is actually very well made and is very enjoyable. Sort of uh, Indiana Jones style with a great locations and realistic 1930s feel. With a different lead actor, probably would have done better. Co-starring original Buffy, Christy Swanson, and straight-to-video king, Treat Williams, and lovely Welsh actress, Catherine Zeta-Jones, before her rise to superstardom. <laughs> yeah. Gave it a half a star. Just because he didn't like the lead actor. A half a star. <clears throat> okay. Yep, a half a star. How many stars, Matt? <clears throat> um, zero point five. Is that half? <clears throat> it, I don't understand your fancy digital numbering system. Hey, well, you get used to it because. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do something funny there, and I just kind of. Get used to it. Mm hmm. Yep. <coughs> yeah, let's cough right into the microphone. That's good. Good job, Matt. You can that, do that. That's what the listeners want to hear. Well, that brings us to our next new podcast we're going to launch. It's called All Too Cough <laughs> with Matthew Haas. Okay. He'll cough in various different ways, sometimes, sometimes in different languages. I'll intentionally just try to get colds, and I'll just yes a, a year-round cold, and then I'll just constantly cough. But you have to cough in Spanish and Arabic because you're learning those. Well, yeah, but uh, how do you cough in a language? I don't understand that. you got to learn how to do that, man. And I am learning those, but it's taking forever. And I don't know if I'm not learning it right or if I'm just taking really slow to do it. Well, Taking well, really slow? Well, I, I think you'll learn the language once you learn how to cough in those languages. Yeah, I think so, too. That's how it goes. Then they got to learn how to laugh, too. you got to learn how to laugh. <sighs> learn how to breathe in those languages. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> yep. Otherwise, you'll die. <laughs> Actually, that's interesting, though, because... You know, some languages actually do have certain words that, that actually require more of your breath. So actually, you, you breathing actually might be part of the language. And I'm sorry, I'm getting all philosophical all of a sudden. But well, that's uh, that's uh, that's good. <laughs> yep, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> I heard that sarcasm. No. Like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say, yeah, so I, I just I like, good. I don't know what to say either. I'm just yeah. So, um, I'll read another bad review right. of it. This is from <laughs> August 3rd of 2015 mm, okay. from Foghorn48001. Okay. You know him. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> I can just tell already by the name. Unmistakably terrible. One out of ten stars. This movie knows it is awful. It doesn't even have the good sense to poke fun at itself. A nod or wink to let you know that the people who made it are aware 
of what they're making. Well, not everyone does lampshading, so, yeah. you know. The dialogue plays out like a conversation between three preteens. The action is similarly brainless. Hint, horses can't run faster than airplanes. And loose nets that drop from the ceiling aren't really effective traps. I don't think I heard a convincing spoken word or saw a convincing action sequence during the whole movie. Oh, boo-hoo. It's so entirely terrible that I that I kind of want to charge HBO rent for letting me play it on my TV. Wait, what? They want to charge HBO rent for letting them play it on their TV. You do realize that HBO is, a, is a, basically like a streaming service, essentially. That you and, pay for. But what basically what he's saying and, is, is I want to make them pay me for watching it, well, basically. no, no. Yeah. Nope. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the thing with those streaming, like, not streaming, but <clears throat> what well, is streaming? It's just well, this was like, 2015. It's, it was it's probably like, on regular TV. Right. Yeah, it was four years ago. Like, four or five, five years, years ago, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But it's like forced streaming almost because... You know, they control the timing of, like, a certain movie coming on, whereas opposed to, like, Hulu or something, you can just watch it whatever you want. But, you know, whatever. Still, you, you bought HBO, so it's... And you, you chose know. to watch it. Yeah, so... Yes. Unless you were tied to your chair with HBO on the TV yeah. and you couldn't <coughs> leave. Which happens often, you know. HBO, really? Only HBO, though. Showtime doesn't yeah. do that. Because HBO is not TV. It's HBO. It's HBO. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when... Did they, people ever say HBO stood for horrible body odor when you were a kid? No. It's just my neighborhood? Okay, it's probably just yeah, my neighborhood. Yeah, I think it was just your neighborhood. Yeah, my neighborhood was stupid, full of stupid kids, stupid people. Yeah. They, they, they used to say that Showtime meant um, Showtime. <laughs> yeah. And it used to call Cinemax, well, you know, skin, Cinemax. Cinemax, yeah, yes. Yeah, because of all and, the yeah. softcore stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then they then they used to call um, Nickelodeon Nickelodeon. <laughs> Then they had uh, Nick Jr., which they called Nick Jr. Oh, okay. <clears throat> makes and sense. then Nick at Night, they called uh, yeah, Night, yeah. Nick at Night. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was MTV, which they used to call Music Television. Ooh. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> wow. When it played music. Um, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here's another 10 out of 10. We'll do a good one now to round this off with something positive. Yep. Um, this is from Sazachik. Sazachik? Hmm. Sazachik. Um, from November 8th of 2001. 10 out of 10. An adventure. Now, come on. You can't expect Oscar quality from a 20s comic book turned movie, but it was a fantastic adventure. How often are movies like that made? Indiana Jones, off the top of my head. I can't think of any others much like that. The Phantom tried, though, and it was good. It was an adventure, packed with action and romance. (laughs) Just ignore the purple tights. (laughs) No, come on, those are cool. It's what made Kit Walker, quote-unquote, different as a comic book superhero. Besides, Billy Zane can totally pull it off with his body. (laughs) (laughs) Body! (laughs) Exclamation point. That was it. Okay, 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, any other thoughts on the movie before we wrap up the thing? You got to wrap though. Any of your thoughts? I got to wrap my thoughts. Yeah, because oh, we're wrapping shoot. up. 
to, I can't rap, but I, I can do beatboxing. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't rap, though. Well, you know uh, what? I'm not going to rap either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I can do some decent beatboxing just from constantly doing it all the time, but, but not because I'm talented, just because I just do it. Uh, yes. And uh, So any other thoughts about no, the movie? No, just the movie was it was pretty decent. I would, I would give it a probably, I'd say... Would you if, recommend anybody watch it? Yeah, I would. I would, I would say it's a 5 out of 10. I'd, I'd give it half, but... Because it's not great, but you know it's 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 funny. You know mm-hmm. it's got some good stuff in it. It's, you know Treat Williams is is hilarious in it. Yes. You know, yeah, the fighting is pretty stupid and corny, but you know it's it was I liked it. I think it's worth it just for Treat Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think if we just took the movie and took all the Treat Williams <laughs> scenes and put those together, somebody's got to do that. Yeah, if, if you're if you're listening to this, yeah. edit that um edit that bitch up and put it on uh. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Put it on YouTube. (laughs) Just the scenes of Treat Williams. Yeah, you'll be like ten ten minutes of comedy. Yes, it'll be the greatest thing on. Unless it's already up there, I'll look it up. Yeah, it might be. If it is, I'll link it in the show notes. But um, yeah, um, because that's all you need to see. I mean, Billy Zane's cool and all, but and so is Christy Swanson and Catherine Zeta Jones, but. Treat Williams. Yeah, come he, on. He, he's a treat. He is a treat. He's a treat. He's a very just true treat. True treat. Okay. Um, he's a, he's a funny treat in this movie. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's not a trick. He's a treat. <laughs> treat Williams. Yep. That should be on his. That, oh. sh- that should be on his tombstone. <laughs> that should die. <laughs> yeah. We already he wasn't. Per- he wasn't a trick. He was a treat. Let's plan that out already. Yes. <laughs> Email him. Yes, I will. Hey, treat. Uh, you should, you know, make preparations and if he doesn't, I'm gonna go and deface his tombstone and put that on there. I'm joking. <laughs> and by the way, Everwood ruled. Anyways, um so <laughs> Seriously, it was a good show. I liked Everwood. Um which was uh I believe um Yeah, Everwood was created by Greg Berlante. Okay. Which which brings us full circle here to yeah. the comic book world because he created the Arrowverse mm-hmm. or the Berlanti verse as I like to call it the Berlanti because it's more appropriate than Arrowverse because Arrowverse just kind of because now that Arrow's going <laughs> off the air yeah because like I mean I I understood why they called it at first because that was the first show yeah. that started it but like you know it's not the like he's not like Arrow's not like the leader of the whole mm-hmm. you know um, series or whatever series of shows. I mean, like, he's, you know, obviously, I'll, like, like I'm going to, I'm pretty sure I'm going to, like, actually for, like, legitimately cry at the end of Arrow. Like, oh, yeah, like, me too. I, because I've become so attached to the character of Oliver Queen. But it's just like, it's just amazing you know, that, you know, Berlanti, what he's done. I mean, he created Everwood. He, he's got to start working on Dawson's Creek as a writer. He was one of the producers of the show for a while, too, like, after Kevin Williamson left. And, uh, you know, and they created brothers and sisters and all this other stuff. And then he went on to create this, these great <coughs> superhero shows. He's created. And then he's created Riverdale and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina as well. That's right. Because yeah. I, I went out, I was watching Riverdale over the summer and I saw mm-hmm. that CW and the Berlante thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but just think about the fact that, like, you know, when people talk about this whole, like, you know, Marvel versus DC. Sorry, I'm, like, going away from the mic for. Uh, yeah, that's like, fine. Marvel versus DC, blah, 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 bullshit. It's like, you know what? You know they're both good 
universes, you know, shut up with this bullshit about like, oh, the, 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 the bit, the DC doesn't have a version of Spider-Man. Okay, well, you know, they don't have to have like each versions of things. Like they can have their whatever. But like this guy created like six different shows based on these superheroes. Yeah. Right. Because co-created them. There's, well, yeah. There's Arrow. <clears throat> I'm just going by order of when they first appeared. Well, there, well, so there's Arrow, Arrow Flash. Supergirl, uh, Supergirl, Legend. um, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and now Batwoman. And Batwoman, That's six shows. Yeah. I mean, not to mention you know the the other shows he's created. Right, you know, like I said, like Riverdale and the <clears throat> Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So yeah, That's pretty amazing. And he, he he also wrote and directed the uh, comedy, the the romantic comedy drama film Love Simon, which got a lot of good critical acclaim for it. So huh. yeah, <clears throat> you know, and he's only he's only five years older than me. Oh yeah, that makes me feel old, and like I haven't done enough in my life. Well, man. you know, not everyone is gonna be able to, you know, get strike, you know, gold that much and create six, you know, superhero shows and or co-create and. But I want to. Well, I know man. you want to. I'm just saying I want that to, not man. everyone strikes gold. You know, it's, why not? It just happens. I don't know. Why not me? There's really no reason why. Why not me? Why not me? Don't say why it like that yeah, because then it's not gonna why happen. Not because we crying. <laughs> But I want to cry, Matt. No. No. <laughs> Come on, Baby Yoda. Don't do it. I'm the baby. Oh, God. Uh, I'm the baby Yoda. Uh, yeah, we heard that. Uh-oh. That music, what? I have a new meme. What? Oh, no. The baby oh, Yoda. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Okay. Don't, you got to put Yoda's head on him or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the baby Yoda. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Hey, that might, that might actually... Ooh. That would be a good idea. Like, we should get into the meme Rap world. Rap good, he does. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about no, that. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> actually, he's, he's like a pretty good actor. Maybe, you yeah. know, that was okay. That scene mm-hmm. with the uh, Christmas caroling was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, as we record this, uh, <clears throat> Jennifer Lopez and the baby were on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, we took so, a break and yeah, watched, watched that. Yeah. <clears throat> so this probably will be like, you know, weeks from now. Right, right. But whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <clears throat> anything else before we uh, sign off here, mm-hmm. Dumat? Damat, no, uh, Damascus, Damat, Damat kiss. I don't know, um, Damat kiss. That sounds kind of weird, like Damat, like like you kiss people. I, I got kiss like uh, a kissing um, uh, service. I can't talk. <laughs> a kissing. There you go. I can't think of anything. Uh, uh, like in uh, was a pie day. There was a wasn't there. A, There's yeah, a kissing. That's right. There was a scene yeah. in that. All right. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's my no. It's not my pie day. Die day. Out now on DVD. Yeah. Well, it's been out for a while. And streaming. Uh, Check out com for more information. And that's spelled with a P-I. Yeah, that's P-I-D-I-E. Yeah. I mean, P-I-D-A-Y-P-I. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. What am I doing? All right, I see. Uh, P-I space D-I-E. No, it's, it's one word. Oh, it's all one? For, 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 the, for the website. Oh, okay. P-I-D-A-Y-D-I-E-D-A-Y, com. So just go to pydaydaydaycom com for yeah. a nice film written by Lindsay LaForest and directed by Michael Edward Cohen the second. Well, that's you though. Yes, it that's is. That's you. Mm-hmm. Talking about myself in the third person. Okay. And I have no issues with that. You know, Trump does that a lot. <clears throat> Talks about himself in the third person. That's because we have the best words. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It's true. I have the best just, words. You know, just just for you know a bit of advice. Mike, 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 Mike has the best words. Mike has Trump the best, has the best words. Yeah. 
Matt does not have the no, best I words. No, I don't. I don't have the best no. words, no, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I don't. But uh, but um, just a little piece of advice because um, you know, this movie kind of had a little thing too about you know he's like the guardian of like the jungle and stuff. And the jungle, you know, you think about the environment because it's like you know that's like nature has been not. Sorry, I keep touching the table. Um, what's that? Oh no, I'll, go ahead. Oh, yeah. uh, nature has been like you know uncorrupted by man stuff like that so you know in order to protect your environment i'm begging you guys please please do not flush your toilet 15 times every single time you go to the bathroom okay it's terrible for the environment don't do it no i don't care how much you had to pee i don't think it's that much to, to warrant 15 flushes but according to um you know our dear king uh, Trump, he, you know, says don't, you know, people are flushing their toilets 10 to 15 times every time they go to the bathroom. Yeah, think, if you're going to the bathroom even even just three times a day, that's that's 45 flushes. I mean, that's that's way too much, you know. And So that's so, not normal. No. Well, it's not. People are doing it apparently all over the country, though. They're just, they're just having flushing parties. And that's what's hurting our environment. Yeah. Not the, not, 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 no. not the cars <clears throat> or the... no. <laughs> or, or the plastic or the... No, none of that stuff. People are having flush parties. They just go over to someone's house. They just drink some beers, maybe watch a sports game. Sports game of any kind. Doesn't have to be football. Just any. I, I, they just I, go flush I, toilets. I like so. watching sports games. Yeah, sports games and flushing toilets is a new mm-hmm. uh, a new thing that people are just new craze. Yep. You know, if we thought vaping was bad, try every, the flush parties. They're even worse. Every weekend I invite people over and all we do is flush toilets and watch sports games. <laughs> You know those ones where the the, the 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 team and or player with the most points wins at the end. Yes. Sports games. Sports games. Someone should make a video game just called sports games, like a, like a, like an Atari type of game. Well, they already have like Wii Sports. And they actually, but they should actually make it for the Atari, like make their own mod yeah. and actually put it onto an Atari cartridge and just call it sports games. Sports games. What's your favorite sports game? My favorite sports game is to play or watch. What do you think? What, uh, to, to watch. <clears throat> Probably to watch football, but I don't really watch football that much. I like I watch to watch games. I like to watch the baseball. The baseball? Yeah. Baseball sometimes is okay when, to watch. When, when, when the players the players play the baseball <clears throat> with the ball. The ball. And the bat. <clears throat> but my favorite sport to play is uh, tennis. I don't play that often, but it's like that's the game I actually like. My favorite sport to play is bowling. Bowling's cool. I like bowling. (laughs) Bowling is cool. I like that. So that's a little bit of information you guys didn't think you would hear from us today on (laughs) On this episode of The Phantom in our crisis on infinite films. So, um, yeah, I think that's all for right now. Um, I'm going to have to let you folks go here. i got to go flush my toilet 15 times, <laughs> and um, I'll let you know how it goes. See you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.